Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha is a best-selling author, speaker, former marriage therapist, empowerment coach for married women, and the founder of the GEMMS with Samantha Kaawa, an international coaching and training company. Her main focus is helping women become their best selves while staying in and completely transforming their marriage. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships and is on a mission to help restore trust and faith in the world. She has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Samantha is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. She has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Samantha. Thank you. Yes, I do have another amazing guest. I have Veronica Whedon here. I'm so thrilled to learn more about her topic today about how to become a narcissist's worst nightmare. But before we get into that, let me officially introduce Veronica to all of you. So Veronica Whedon is an integrative health and relationship coach, rapid transformation therapy practitioner, hypnotherapist, and the founder of Revival Health GmbH a practice that helps people debunk their fear and rebuild personal power after toxic relationships. After years of her own healing journey, Veronica now helps clients uncover the root cause of their own destructive patterns, reform their beliefs, and transform their relationships and life through a program that addresses health, on an emotional, mental, and physical level. Oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, So we're going to just dive straight in because I know, you know, time is precious here. So Mm -hmm. I would love to hear, and I know you alluded to a little bit of this here in your bio, but um, I would love to hear how you became an expert, how you got to where you are today um, to, to be teaching us all of this. Yes, absolutely. Well, life happened. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the case for a lot of coaches. You know, it's born out of our own personal experiences. And that's certainly the case, certainly the case with me as well. Um, so I was in a whole host of relationships that just left me feeling disappointed, disillusioned, betrayed, frustrated, exhausted, um, confused. Um, and they seemed to get worse <laughs> sort of as, as I went through through life. And I didn't really understand what was going wrong or what was happening. And then the last one in that string of uh, of relationships, romantic relationships, uh, was a long one, was a six-year one, um, where it started out where I was just convinced I'd met the one. And, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate to that, where you just, you know, you're head over heels and you think, oh, this, like, this is it. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then before I knew it, things just started to unravel. And I could, for the life of me, not understand why. Mm-hmm. It's like, but what has changed? What's going on? And all this drama and chaos just entered into my life quite frankly and people from the outside used to tell me oh Veronica you know you're just addicted to drama and I I, I sat back oh. thinking but, I, but I'm not I'm actually the least dramatic person I really 
don't thrive on drama. And yet my life was was just inundated with with chaos and drama. And, and it felt like I was on a roller coaster that I just couldn't get off of. And, and as time progressed, I started getting exhausted. I mean, talk about chronic fatigue. I wasn't sleeping well anymore. My eyesight started to deteriorate. I had bouts of memory loss. Um, I felt like I was going crazy. By nature, I'm such an organized, put together person. And little things were happening. I would just lose things. And and I, I would confuse things. I couldn't focus anymore. My my capacity for for focus and attention was significantly diminished. Um, I was getting weak physically. I couldn't keep up with my sports. My joints started to give me trouble. I had a seizure, which landed me in hospital. Um, and then I struggled to walk even. And I was, again, by nature, a very fit and healthy person. And to the point where I was went back to doctors and physiotherapists and hospitals, and I ended up having a herniated disc so bad it it almost paralyzed me. So I ended up with serious back surgery, which took me out. And it, it was just one thing after the other. And the longer I stayed, the worse things got. And no doctor could explain to me why all these things were happening to my body. And I certainly didn't understand it. Yeah. Um, and it was the, the relationship in itself was just incredibly frustrating because I didn't understand why things couldn't be the way they were at the beginning. I, I tried, I did everything right. And I didn't understand what was happening or what was going wrong. Right. Um, and it was only when I finally got out of, of that relationship, six years into it, um, that shortly after, due to a number of other things, I really hit rock bottom. And, and I was just mentally, emotionally, and physically at, at the end where I, I wanted to check out. I mean, I just, I didn't see the point to anything anymore. Lots of other things had happened in my life and I was really down and out. And, and that was really the point where I said, okay, either I do check out or something has to change. And that something is me. Because yes, the only right. constant in all of this is is me. Oh yeah, and, and and that's what really led me to begin my my extensive healing journey. <laughs> oh, that is so powerful, Veronica, and I can so so relate to this this journey that you went on, and you're like, but yet I'm the only one that's still here. So how can I be the you know the change agent in this? Right right and yeah oh my gosh what a powerful story and so okay so that got you to a place where you found I'm, I'm assuming you're here because you found some healing <laughs> and you found right ways that you can help others so let's talk about your topic today right yeah you're saying how to become a narcissist's worst nightmare like that yeah. title totally jarred me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this about? <laughs> well, especially because I'm in the field too, right? So I'm like, oh, let's talk about this. Um, so yeah, what what is it that you can share with us today about this? Yeah, I know it's a little contradictory and and, and quite different from the other sort of topic titles. No, and I small. wanted you to, to stand out. So you followed the rules. <laughs> Good job. 
um, but yeah, I mean, if, if anyone can relate to anything that, that I've just shared, I know you yes. said you can, and, and you know, a lot of the clients I work with, this is, this is why they come because they, they fundamentally don't understand what's going on. And it was really only once I, I made that decision to to step out and go, okay, I'm the constant here. So what's got to happen? And I and I went on this healing journey to discover that the relationship was in fact very toxic, i.e. I was in a relationship with a narcissist. And of course, you know, you being a relationship expert yourself, you'll know there's a spectrum of, of, of that. And yeah. um, but fundamentally, there are methods that they use. There's an abuse cycle. There's a narcissistic abuse cycle that, that we get put through, which creates a trauma bond. And that's a whole nother talk topic. We can talk for hours about that. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, for those of you who, who don't know what trauma bonding is, essentially, it's an emotional bond that you have um, with someone that's uh, created and perpetuated by um, a, a cycle of rewards and punishments. Um, so it, it's it's often that what victims have with their captors, actually, because sometimes the captors are nice and friendly, and then they're not because you're captive. And and it's it's this yeah it's this psychological bond, emotional bond that you have with them. And this is what happens in toxic relationships. And as I step back from this. I realized that this pattern in my life was not just in romantic relationships, but actually that it that it also was in friendships and in my family and in workplaces. You know, I I, I thought I was doing so well in jobs, but I was always I was always hitting a brick wall, and I couldn't understand why when I was working so hard and doing well, and it, it and I and I realized, oh, this is actually a serious pattern in my life. And, and lots of people find this when they step out, they then realize, oh, actually, it it's all over, it's all pervasive. Mm -hmm. So going back to the topic at hand, it, you know, what happens? So when we, when we leave a toxic relationship, often, um, we're not the ones who ended the relationship. So that's part of the abuse cycle where we're discarded, right? We're thrown out. Yeah. And so then usually one of two things often both happen is people are filled with just anger and sadness and heartbreak and, and rage. And, and, and that then leads for a need um, to take revenge on, on the person. And this in multiple ways, um, because they're so hurt, it's, it, if I just go back one more time, it leads them to sort of doubt saying, well, why wasn't I good enough? And what did I do wrong? And, and it's all the self-blame and self-shame that happens through this. And then the second part is this need for revenge and revenge in the sense that I need to show them that I'm doing well, right? It's like you want them to see you've moved on and look at what they've lost, but really you're actually hoping that they're going to come back and realize right. what right. they've lost. And so what do you do? You post on social media, you know, having a party or in your bikini at the beach somewhere. And, and, but the only thing you want actually is for them to see that and to realize yeah. what a terrible mistake they've made. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is when you do those things, you are giving the narcissist exactly what they want. Because the codependency that exists between you is thereby remains because you are making your emotional state dependent on their reaction or lack thereof to your actions and how you feel. And so actually, you're still allowing them to control you. Yeah. And here's the thing. The opposite of love 
is not hate. It's indifference. And this is what a lot of people don't realize. So this is, I really want people to take this away. The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Yes. And so then the question is, well, how do you become indifferent towards a narcissist? Because that's exactly how you become their worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. Because a narcissist needs you to be dependent on them. A narcissist always needs to be the center of attention. So they're looking for supply sources anywhere and everywhere they can. And whether that's positive or negative attention does not matter to them. So the way you free yourself from that is by becoming indifferent. So there are three things, three key elements to becoming indifferent. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> and the first one is you need to understand what really happened to you. So educate yourself, learn about narcissism, learn about toxic relationships, learn about the abuse cycle, learn about trauma bonding, learn about the toxic tactics they use, educate yourself so that you understand what really happened to you. This is so important because most people don't. I certainly didn't. I'd never heard of a toxic relationship before I started learning. And when someone said narcissist to me, all that meant was someone with a big ego, nothing more, nothing less. I didn't know what it what it really meant. So that's point number one, educate yourself. And I, I know we talk about this at the end, but this is actually where my free gift comes in. If oh, I can okay. mention it now for people. Yeah, you can mention it now. <laughs> this is going to help you do that. So if you think you might be in a toxic relationship or if you can relate to anything that I've said at all, then download this document. It's basically, are you in a toxic relationship if you're not sure? Mm. And it, it lists 25 typical toxic tactics that narcissists use to allow you to recognize these red flags, whether it's in the relationship that you're in or in past relationships so that you don't repeat the patterns and recognize these red flags. It also outlines the abuse cycle. So this is a great resource for you to use if you're unsure or new to the topic. Perfect. Thank you. And thank you, Christine, for dropping that link in the chat so you can go ahead and uh, click on that while we're continuing our conversation and learning <laughs> other two yes. <laughs> ways so, to become indifferent. Yes. Point number two is so important. What happened to you is not your fault. Oh, There's yes. so much shame and self-blame, like we talked about before, that comes with this. And you have to know you're not stupid. You're not crazy. You're not worthless. You're not less than. You're not any of those things. Mm -hmm. You're an empath, which inherently empathy is a beautiful quality. Unfortunately, it's just often it often comes with a lack of boundaries. Yeah. And it is not your fault because these patterns almost without exception, are created in childhood at some point. Mm -hmm. And our mind goes to what's familiar. We live, we learn what we live, right? And so in childhood, we, we need our parents' love. We need the security because we're not self-sufficient. We can't feed ourselves. We can't clothe ourselves. We can't financially support ourselves. So, so we crave, we need the security and love from our parents. It's a codependent relationship. Yeah. And what happens is when we're in an environment where that is not provided, then unfortunately, we start to take on roles and create habits in order to try and get that love, affection and security that we that we need in order to survive. And then what happens is as we become adults and we are 
able to be self-sufficient. We carry on with these patterns because they lie in our subconscious. And again, our mind goes to what's familiar. So we're led into similar situations that we found ourselves in as children and as young adults. So what happened to you is not your fault. That's such an important part. Don't, yeah. I don't know if you can relate to that at all with the, with the blame and the self-shame and the just, yeah. Yeah, I think the, I mean, all the people that I've worked with too in relationships, exactly the same. The first yeah. uh, symptom is feeling crazy. The second one is feeling it's their fault, right? There's yeah. a difference. There's a subtle yet important and just powerful difference of saying, I take responsibility for my results in a way that I can change them versus it's my fault for what happened to me. That's two separate things. I think people confuse that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And that's the perfect segue to point number three. Oh, okay. Because perfect. that is in fact, accept that it what happens to you is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to do something about it now. Yes. Because only you can. Nobody else can change your life and nor is it anybody else's responsibility to do so. And I know when, when you're in these relationships and the first time I heard it, I felt like that's shaming me, you know, that's terrible because I am a responsible person and I did all these, I did everything in my power, but that's the thing. If you really look at it, all your actions were, were focused on trying to change the behavior of someone else. And we have no control over anybody else. No one does. None of us have any power to control anybody else. The only person we have the power to control is ourselves. And so if you want something different, you have to do something different. You have to change. And that was my realization when I hit rock bottom. I'm the constant in all of this. But that doesn't mean what I did was wrong. Like you just said, this is why point two is so important. It's not your fault. It was not your fault. But it is your responsibility to do something about it. And responsibility, if you take it apart, really just means an ability to respond. And when you look at it that way, I find it becomes really empowering instead of this sort of negative connotation with it because who wouldn't want to be able to respond to any and every situation in a in a healthy they want to exactly in a way that's going to serve them and keep them healthy emotionally mentally and physically I love that that's so powerful and I agree like that's ultimately what I do to support you know my clients as well is really re-empower them with the ability to make that decision, um, not be so reactive and not allow circumstance situation or condition to dictate who you are and how you show up. And that's the exact same thing as what you're saying right now is narcissist or not, you're getting to show up in the way that you want to show up in the world, in your relationships, in love, and that responsibility, right? Your ability to respond to whatever life throws at you is the point of empowerment yeah that's absolutely it's how you take your power back and then the healing begins yeah that's really the first decision that you have to make you have to say okay I'm going to own it I'm going to take the responsibility 
And then the journey begins of the inner work and the healing and figuring out how to move forward and what really happened to you. Yes. Oh, so powerful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. Um, We're going to, let's, can you drop the link one more time, Christine, for the free gift? If I know we had some amazing comments come through after that. So one more time, the, the free gift link will be dropped in the chat. And for anyone that may have come in a little late, Veronica, could you explain that one more time for them? The What the free gift is? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So um, it's if you're in a relationship that you feel is not very healthy for you, um, it, it's really a document that can help you identify if you are in a toxic relationship or if you have been in one in the past, this will help you because it contains a, uh, an outline of the abuse cycle and also, more importantly, 25 typical toxic tactics that narcissists use um, on their victims. So you can recognize the red flags um, and avoid them. I love it. Beautiful. So go ahead and click that, download that. I think um, it's a really amazing tool for us. Cause I, I, I agree with you. Not a lot of people know about the cycle of abuse. Um, I only knew that one, because I worked in the field professionally, but I also worked in substance abuse where we saw a lot of abuse uh, in relationships as well. Yeah. And it's really surprising once you understand the cycle and you're able to notice it and and see the signs so you know it's not not so different from substance abuse because oh, yeah, substance no, abuse is codependency as well right it, yes. it's a form of addiction it's a it's a codependent relationship whether oh, yeah. that's a type of person or a substance or you know anything in between yeah so a lot of um people who are in relationships with addiction that the quote unquote addict would be normally has narcissistic traits. You may not be diagnosed as a narcissist, but that, and then you're the partner of the addict would be the codependent. And I was actually the codependent to um, my husband who has an addiction, right? So Mm -hmm. I can relate to a lot of this and it again, can feel like you're going crazy. Right. I mean, I thought I was losing my mind, honestly, and and I was my brain fog was so severe that actually in itself took 18 months to clear for me. Wow. Really, it was just so severe. Yeah. And your body's rejecting it, too. And you're we're not listening. Right. Like I had a heart condition. There was lots of things that happened. Like you're not listening. The mind body connection when your body is failing something. I promise you, there is no exception to this rule there. Well, Unless you're skiing and you break your leg, then, you know, that's something different if, in that case. But with, with anything chronic or that comes about slowly, there is always an emotional or mental connection. The mind yes. and body cannot be uh, looked at separately. It's, it's, we're all one. Everything is one and it's all integrate, in, so intrinsically linked. I love it. So I'm looking at our time. I, you also have a VIP gift. It's the first two modules of make your body, your boss program plus coaching. Oh my gosh. So amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. It's um, so my my healing program is, is called Make Your Body Your Boss, and you will get the first two modules of that, which is intention setting and toxic relationships explained. So a lot more detail around that. And the right. second module is the legacy of abuse, the importance of grieving and the foundations for self healing. And as you do those modules, you will be granted access to the live coaching sessions for that week that you do the modules. Perfect. Oh, what a gift, Veronica. I love it. So go ahead. If you haven't upgraded to VIP yet, uh, upgrade your ticket now. If you already have it, this is available to you. So thank you for that. Really quickly, Veronica, uh, yes. any final words of wisdom before we head on out? Um, just wherever you are on your journey, know that you are enough. Okay. That's like, you know, put it on post-its, stick it all over your home. Like just put, I am enough because you are enough. You are enough. Beautiful. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.